Welcome back to Cries in Norwegian. <laughs> now I have like paranoia that you're going to ask me and I'm going to forget again ever since my <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have anxiety. <laughs> anxiety about you. Welcome back to a very special episode of Cries in Norwegian where we are going to be talking about Scam Austin, uh, the American adaptation of um, Scum, set in Austin, Texas, if you couldn't tell by the title. We have talked about it before, and for this episode, we are going to have a special guest. Yes, uh, Gabby's cousin, Cotty, agreed to join us. I keep looking at the laptop as if uh, as if I'm going to see your face, but I'm not. But go no, ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, no uh, appearance like that. Just my voice. <laughs> Hi. Uh, well, thank you for making time for us. Uh, no. It was kind of... Yeah, time difference and whatever. Yeah, interesting. and crazy schedules. So really, thank you a lot. No I, uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts, your uh, unspoiled from previous show thoughts, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Scam Austin season one ended about a month ago. And FYI, according to the Facebook group, they're about to start filming season two. Ooh. Even oh. though Facebook or no one has announced that there is a season two. Oh. <laughs> They're just going to do it anyway see what happens. Well, I, the, people were like, based on the Instagrams of all the actors, they're all back in Austin, and they're all like, Josefina's getting her nails done, and like the other one's bleaching her like hair, and blah, 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 blah. So everyone's starting to look like their characters. Right. <laughs> um, all right. So let's start with, um, how did you find out about Scam? I know the answer to that. Though. <laughs> uh, surprising no one because of you <laughs> what <laughs> amazing <laughs> i know right yeah um and do like what was your knowledge of scam prior to watching the facebook version uh literally just you and my sister gloriana talking about scam together okay so but do you, like, do you know I what know. scam means uh do i know what scam means is that what you said yeah uh, yes, thanks to this lovely podcast, everybody everybody listened to it. <laughs> Before that. <Yay! laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so shame. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I saw some posts of people making fun of like, not making fun, but saying like, there's most people who watch the American version don't know how to properly say scum. Is it uh, so it's scum? Like, yeah. Like, like, a, like, a, like a long A? Yeah, that's what I've understood. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. But. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe space. Um, okay, and so what, one of the things that is revolutionary about Scam is uh, the way that the for, that the show is dropped, the format, right? Um, how did you feel about your experience of watching? Were you watching the clips or were you watching the full episodes? Were you engaged in the Instagram aspect of it at all, etc.? Um. So I wasn't. I'm not following them on Instagram, but I, I see their posts, like, on my Facebook feed. Um, so I okay. don't really have to. Uh, and I see, like, you know, like, the, the screenshots of their conversations. I saw those. Oh, the text messages. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and I saw, and I mean, I, and I followed, like, the the content. Like, I was really excited to, like, keep watching. So whenever, like, a new okay. post would drop, I'd be like, okay, I have to stop what I'm doing, and I'd watch it. And it was awesome. great. And I really miss it, actually. You just said it's been a month. And I'm like, it's been a sad month. That <laughs> oh, that's, without that's so it. cool. 
that was kind of my experience the one season that I got to experience that way Mm -hmm. except like I said it was anxiety inducing uh but that's just me uh that's not that's not the show's fault um yeah so so yeah you were saying that you've seen so you watched clip by clip cool uh and how and and it did kind of like disturb your day day which I think it's kind of like what Julie Andam mm-hmm. is after it's like uh-huh. have content that you have to watch at that moment yeah, yeah. for sure yeah that, cool it, I actually I didn't follow I watched the clips too but I didn't follow the extra content as close as I did at other times mm-hmm. I did follow all of them on Instagram so it would show up on my feed and I would like it and all and stuff like that okay. but I will admit to not having been as adamant as I have been in previous times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm probably the most casual viewer, uh, obviously having, you know, still catching up on the last episode as we <laughs> moments before we speak, but um, because I enjoyed watching them mm-hmm. uh, whole yeah, when well, they finish at the end of the week. I mean, yeah, at the end of the week. week. And I'm just not enough on Instagram or Facebook these days to like catch the screenshots and, and all that and stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, do Sorry. you do you feel like the text messages and whatnot, they gave you an idea, uh, like, were they an exciting part of the content? Did they give you an idea of where the storyline was going? Um, I guess. Not really. Um, I guess I'd, like, added to okay. everything. Kind of, like, more, like, with the girl squad stuff, like, they would, like, talk to each other and be, like, silly. And I was like, okay, I get, like, that's nice. But mm-hmm. uh, not really. I mean, and I and I am a Facebook like freak. Like I'm on Facebook like a million times a day, so like I okay. would I would see it pretty much in real time. But I don't know. Oh, cool. I mean, cool, cool, cool. It was yeah, interesting. I, yeah, I agree. I think for the most part, that's true of original scam. I haven't seen any of the text messages for the first two seasons. Actually, oh. um, I do have a website where I have all the. Uh, content for season three and I make people like (laughs) read it sometimes this is true she has shared it (laughs) with me after episode uh but but it's just like it wasn't convenient to find season ones and two and I was just like whatever Mm -hmm. um yeah and then when we get to season four in the podcast we'll talk about the balloon squad and Uh whatever but that's nothing 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 to add there yet yes Uh, yeah they do it seems like they balance very well the um that you don't need to engage with any of that to follow the show, but but it is so fun. Yeah, it does uh, enrich the yeah, experience and, and just overall. make them feel like real people who exist in the real world. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, okay, and so do you like the Girl Squad? <laughs> well, not at first. Um, okay. Because I don't know, like, I was just rewatching the first two episodes last night, and... Like, the first experience that they have with, like, Joe and Kelsey, they kind of, like, are mean to her. And you're like, man, this girl's having a shitty day. Um, <laughs> and then, like, when she, they come up to her, like, oh, I didn't realize who you were. And I'm like, okay, like, now, like, it's convenient to know who she is. But then after that, you get to know them, and, like, they're hilarious. And Kelsey's just, like, so insane in, like, such an adorable way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just so completely oblivious, uh, but not mean-spirited necessarily, or mean-hearted, I should say. Yeah, exactly. No, she she's just like, you're just like, oh, bless. So she's like, bless her heart. I'm like, bless your heart, young yes. young lady. Yes, 
exactly. Perfect use of that. Yes. Um, do you have a favorite uh, girl in the girl squad? Um, not really. Like, I like them all individually. I mean, Josefina is insane, and I love her. Um, yeah, she's probably my favorite. Yeah. But, I mean, I kind of like all of them for all their individual things. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I think I like Josefina because she's she feels like the one that's most of the departure from what her character mm-hmm. is in in the original. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like they, I mean, in the original, her she's her name's Chris, and she's great, but I feel she's she's a little bit, she's really funny and whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't, her, maybe it's her personality isn't as big. There's there's just something about her that, that this is the one that feels the most different. They're both like the goofy or the weird friend and, in yeah. the group, uh-huh. um, yeah. but Jo definitely has made that, She's found her own way. The actress who plays Joe has found her own way to do that yes. in a really great way. Do you feel like this show feels true to your experience of like what an American high school is actually like? Uh, I mean, I had a weird American high school experience because I went to an all-girls Catholic school with 57 people. <laughs> so... I had a, I didn't have a normal experience, uh, but I mean, yeah. before that, uh, sure. Like it's, it's definitely like I, I, like you guys were saying about the, the I'm not going to pronounce it correctly, Roos, Boos, whatever it's called, yeah. <laughs> that they changed it to like, like a team, like a dance team. I was like, okay, that makes more sense because there's literally nothing like that in like American high in, schools. Yeah. yeah, not even close. Not even close. No. Yeah. There's something similar I did, I did in like... Puerto Rican high schools, but not. Uh huh. Yeah, but not. Yes. The same. It's very similar, but yeah. Uh, I will say that. Um, wait, where was I going with this? Oh, I did like that the show made a joke about how the dance team never meets up to dance. Oh yeah. Um, which, uh, which, yes, I was just beginning to think as I was watching, like, why do we never see these girls dance? And then they made a joke about it, and I was like, well played show. Yeah. Well played show. <laughs> For sure. Um, that said, I would like to see them dance. Yeah. I mean, in, as a team. As a team. Yeah, I, I agreed. I will say something interesting. So I think we've hinted at it in the podcast before, but you, and I'm, I'm sure watching with the show, you have an idea, obviously, that Grace and Daniel mm-hmm. are kind of like a big deal in the world of Scam. Mm-hmm. Their, their original, I mean, their original shipper name in the Norwegian version is uh, Nurham because of Nora and Willem, which is the nickname that she calls him instead of calling him William. <laughs> and uh, like how she calls him Donald. And- like how she called him Donald here. Oh. And so I was uh, thinking when that came up, I was like, are they going to call him, are they going to call the ship Gonald? Or- I, I was like, <laughs> I was, I don't know what their shipper name is going to be. Uh, no idea. But uh, as I was looking last night uh, at the episodes, I did notice that the clips that have the most views Oh. Are the views that are Grace and Daniel uh, already? Yeah, because I think that's what appeals to the teenage audience. Like horrible, horrible okay. boys. Is that what appeals to? The yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I will say uh, I've seen enough. Like I'm, I'm just have a, like a, like 20 minutes left of of um, Scam Austin, mm-hmm. and I have decided that this version of the show is going to retroactively make me love Norhelm because I just dislike Donald so, so much, much more. more. <laughs> I didn't think it would be possible. 
Okay, I was, so I, in preparation to this, I also watched the last episode, right? Uh-huh. And I told you that there was one more William scene left. Uh-huh. And when, when it happened, I was like, I don't, I still don't love Nor- Norham, and we'll go into that later on. But I do, I do think that William is so freaking cool. Like, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, that this yeah, guy yeah. is, like, the coolest. And this is why, like, girls, like, drop their panties for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whereas with Daniel, I'm just like, oh, you're such a jerk. Yeah, he's just a flat-out jerk. Yeah, you're right. There's no, like, counteractively appealing quality. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very weird. Not yeah, he doesn't feel like a bad boy. Like, that William is... A bad boy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not, like, walking on... Well, you're walking into different kind of danger with yeah, Donald. Exactly. You're not into, like, conventional American frat boy rape yeah. culture danger. Yeah. Like. Yes. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't heard any other word... Any any word that they're changing who the main character is in season two. Mm-hmm. So I will assume that it's Grace. And I will assume that it's Grace and Daniel. So that's something that I am intrigued to see what that's going to look like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, yeah, it, it feels like you feel the same way where Grace and Daniel are like, whatever. Yeah. Can I say mm-hmm. that? Does that sound Exactly. Correct? I mean, honestly, like, I just, I feel like they made him so, like, horrible, like, first impression horrible that I'm like, are you seriously going to try and get me to like this guy? Because you're going to have to work really hard. Yes. Yes, they will. <laughs> and in and in Norway, like that is what made it a hit. Uh, when when they when they focused everything on 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 them. On, yeah. I wonder how much William was disliked before season two aired. Like, is it is it that people feel that season two really did? Um, you know, make him likable, earn his redemption, or that. Uh, I, I don't know, or maybe just people. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, I forgot. I was gonna send. I was gonna send Karina pictures of William and uh, Penetrator Chris. Oh, you did. She not. has not seen them. <laughs> uh, I know. Like? They are insanely good looking. <laughs> this is not. Yeah, this is not a stretch. Okay, I'm just gonna send you. Well, I, I will say I don't know what if it's a cultural like a country thing or if just the casting, but I feel like the Scam Austin cast looks more age appropriate like they are the ages that they're supposed to be playing mm-hmm. um or they look more like it and that uh i kind of appreciate that i don't know i i think it was an it, i don't know it just makes an interesting move though it does color a lot of the conversations differently like i was more disturbed by i don't know disturbed is the right word but more like whoa at the scene where uh what's her name not gilda uh, kelsey kelsey is talking about having had sex with uh Donald Daniel <laughs> and uh, I thought it was a hilarious scene in the Norwegian version but in this one I was like oh my god she's a baby how could she be having sex with that guy yeah uh, so I don't know. well she clearly That's had no idea what okay. she was doing so <laughs> if that helped yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean <laughs> that is the mm-hmm. yeah the gist of it I guess that makes sense um okay so, oh, how, how did you feel about Megan and what do you think was her arc? When did you realize what was going on in terms of um, Megan, Marlon, and Abby? I just uh, had to literally translate. <laughs> yeah, like really quickly in your head, like, what's their, what's their name? Uh, yeah, Um. no, I guess I realized early on that they were 
that there was some shady business going on. Uh, and then when it okay. got confirmed, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I early, pretty early on, I did realize something shady was going on, and I guess I figured it was that they cheated. Um, but then, like, obviously, like they confirm it eventually. Like, okay, okay cool. that makes sense. It wasn't like shocking, like, oh god, that's what happened. Okay. And then no, I, think it was I figured well set up here it was, too. you know, yeah. it was something so it, it cheating related. Yeah. yeah, it has that quality that we talk about in in screenwriting of um, like ex- what is it expected but or inevitable but unexpected kind of. Yeah, so yeah. it makes sense, but you're still like, oh, it's still satisfying when it is like yeah. confirmed by the story. Well, is there anything that really did surprise you? For example, Shay, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on Shay? But I guess those are two separate sub- questions. Is there anything that really did surprise you? And what do you feel about Shay? Did you mm-hmm. expect um, Shay to be uh, a lesbian? That was a surprise. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Well, no, yeah, that was a surprise because I guess they purposefully didn't specify that she was, I don't know if she's bi or if she's gay. Okay. I don't know. They didn't really, they haven't really said that either. No, they haven't. Um, So I was like, I guess she could, I was like, maybe she could be, but I was like, oh, she must be into Marlon. And then it's like, JK, no. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. That, That was a surprise. Okay, good. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job with that, actually. I think my favorite part of kind of like the second half of the season is how they treat mm-hmm. Shay. Obviously, so uh, I guess I'll, I'll do a little background about who Shay is supposed to be. Uh, yeah. So there, there was a whole debate online that I've mentioned here about <laughs> yeah. whether or not which one or two of Marlon's friends, Tyler or Shay, was going to be Isaac. And this is a big deal mm-hmm. because Isaac is probably the most uh, popular character on the show. And his mm-hmm. coming out storyline in season three is what made it uh, popular uh, internationally. It was really that that like made it explode over over the like world. So it's been a really big deal about who is Isaac, literally. <laughs> I, I would text, I knew Liska was behind, but I would just text her. Shay is Isaac. Shay is definitely Isaac. Just so you know, Shay is Isaac. Um, it's been answered. Uh, it has been answered. It's very important. Um, and it's and yeah. so it's so it's that coming out story that people. It's very important to people when it comes to scam. Um, and I, yeah. So it was just something that had a lot of expectations, and I thought that they did a really good job of um, setting that up and their scenes. Okay. Obviously, I was watching them with the knowledge of she's probably yeah, in yeah. love with Megan. Uh, yeah. And, and they've, they hit me hard. Yeah. Actually, I'm really glad I ha- you had told me before I watched them because that it, that it was officially, announced, you know, revealed. Um, because it was really interesting to watch their scenes and to mm-hmm. understand her behavior with that understanding. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, like how awkward she gets, how sad she gets when... When Megan yeah. is crying on uh, on uh, Marlon's lawn and yeah. she's hugging her, and I'm like, this just changes it. like it changes the whole yeah. feeling of the scene when you know. Yeah, I I agreed uh, definitely about that. Um, and the other thing is that uh, I, I I made a joke about how Shay is shady, uh, <laughs> but that's our snake sack. It, exactly, because I was trying to make a snake sack, which is what people call 
Isak online in the first season for being a beautiful little snake. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I don't really feel that way about Shay. Yeah. Like I, her motivations feel so much purer somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like her. She's so cool. Yeah, I like her so much. That's, I think that's another part. I, Isak is never cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shay has a confidence and a coolness that uh-huh. I really, really like, even if. Yeah. And maybe that's why her scenes with Megan, I enjoyed them so much because she seems so vulnerable. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I'm just really excited for, for that. And I, and I want the show to continue just so that we do get a season three version with them. Yeah. With, uh, with Shay. And I hope they do explore that. I don't know what they'll do with her coming out if she does have one, but, uh, I totally shit Megan and Shay. <laughs> Yeah, Megan and Shay was was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was... In fact, there's one moment where it, they're on the couch. I think uh, just after rehearsal, uh-huh. and Tyler's been a shit to uh, Megan, and they go off for pizza, and the two of them, and she's and Megan says something that almost sounds like, and I, you can tell Shay's at a place where she's like, wait, is she saying what I think she's saying? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, she says, I used to be jealous of you but now I'm jealous of Marlon because he gets to hang out with you and you could and like in, in, in Shay there was just this like moment and I was like oh I, I like this <laughs> yeah I thought it was really really well done well because um we never because of the way that the show is structured right where we have these point of view characters and that's why like even every single like a big Grace and Daniel interaction we've had to see it with Megan right next to them because it's all about that point of view right uh, yeah, and yeah. in the original, we don't get to see uh, Yunus and Isak really be by themselves. Yes. So we don't know what that what what it feels like. like what it Isak. feels like for yeah. Isak because we ne- we never see that. We don't we don't even see that in season three really because yeah. at that point he's like over it. Right. Uh, uh, and and even by the time like we the audience are clued into what he's done, he's already mo- dealing with his family issue. So we never see Isak being with Jonas knowing that he's done something that hurts him so much yeah. and yet still and then being that and being that com- comforting friend yeah that's, that's who he's gonna be so anyway that was a really interesting thing that I thought we got to see uh in Scam Austin and yeah I think it's probably my favorite change and Absolutely. that I'm excited I'm glad that she did um do that uh you wouldn't know yeah, this yeah. but there actually was a little bit of a fake out in the last scene because the way that in the in basically every adaptation, we find mm-hmm. we get confirmation or we find out that Isak uh, is uh, gay is he's the one who loans Grace the phone right, and then she finds yeah. porn in his phone, gay porn in his phone, <laughs> uh, and then in this version it was Tyler giving Grace the phone, and I was like, you little shit. Uh, Julie, <laughs> but then it's a message from uh, from Shay, so yeah. it kind of comes full circle. Yeah. But I thought that was like a really funny way of yeah, like a nod to the original um, and a kind of fake out for those who know. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's always fun when they when they're adapting stuff. And... Yeah, they there's actually a there's actually a bunch of little callouts that I think you wouldn't have known, like Joe and Penetrator Joe. And Megan, when they talk about that Halloween that they hooked up in the original, mm-hmm. it's in Halloween that the kiss happens. So, like, it's kind of, like, all little. And, and she is dressed as Black Swan, like he says she is. So there's little callbacks yeah. to the Norway one. Um, yeah. Okay. 
Oh, did you know that this, so this is written by Julie Andam, uh, who created the original scam, uh, but she is working with an American writer to like help her oh, with, with the cultural stuff, with the cultural stuff yeah. I think. So actually every episode is credited to both of them. And that is Sarah Hayward, who used to write for girls. Oh, uh, wow. So I didn't realize this until way later that I noticed yeah. that. So um, I don't know that I see a girl's sensibilities to, to the show. It still feels like Julie's show yeah. overall. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting tidbit about uh, the process of it all. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I see the the sort of realism, I guess, quote unquote, um, that girls is at least nominally trying for. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, cool. Can I ask, what did you think of Marlon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Marlon. So I didn't like him at first. Well, I guess I told Gabby when I first saw him, I thought he was Ansel Elgort, who <laughs> is such a douche. Yeah, the Ansel Elgort quote came from her. That's so right. She was like, I knew I wasn't going to like him. <laughs> yes, go on. But as like as the season went on and then the things are revealed about the cheating and stuff I, and then like she cheats on him with this idiot uh i don't know like i just i changed my mind about him like i thought he like i don't know he looked different in my eyes so i really i totally turned around on him i thought he was much better like especially like once he reveals like he's selling Adderall and he's not cheating on her and you're like oh shit you feel really bad about like she's like, uh oh, like uh-huh. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they so yeah they do seem to do a good job of I think by the end of making him feel more like a rounded character. Uh, at least I don't I don't yeah. know that I love him like I love like Yunus. Yeah. Uh, but I don't hate him. I think by the end. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's an improvement. Um, when season one ended of the of original scam i turned to gabby and i was like please tell me these two make it she's like tell me they get back together <laughs> so i was re- i really love them and i don't necessarily feel quite as strongly about these, these two, two but yeah. i yeah they didn't make him a more rounded character and and by the end also their relationship felt like something that was life-changing for the both of them yeah and not just uh you know i don't know a thing that happened that is that who cares yeah, this seems like that was interesting. Uh, I think they did a pretty pretty good job turning that around. I also mm-hmm. think that it's kind of nice that we actually do get to see them work on their music. I think yes. I think that helped yeah. me a little bit. Do you know, overall, one of the best things about Scam Austin, I think, is how much we get to see more of high school and Austin and their lives outside of... Because I feel like in, in Norway, they're very constrained. They have, like, that one hallway <laughs> and a couple apartments and that's it yeah um and here i loved like the spring fling you have the whole band playing you have this girl singing um you have the whole auditorium auditorium what do you call it gymnasium yeah like it's just uh i really loved seeing more of that um yeah i think world i i don't know if they shoot it all in one high school what the deal is uh i know it's a made-up high school so that's Mm. a difference uh like there is no boulder high on, on like in original uh, scam, which Nizan is a real school that Isak goes to, um, <laughs> in here. So I don't. I wonder if not being limited to one uh, recognizable location uh, allows them to be able to just film in more places and do more. So th- that is yeah. an interesting thing that I hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, L- what else can we talk about? Oh, what did you feel? Did you like the music in the show? Music has always been kind of a very 
integral part of the scam experience. Um, is, is, did you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I do have a random story. So one of the, I want to say one of the like, the makeout scenes between Megan and Marlon, mm-hmm. they play, I think it, it's with them. I don't remember. Whatever. One of, somebody's making out with somebody. Okay. Um, And they play the song that I think it's called, Do You Want to Ride in My Blim? <laughs> okay. And it's by this guy that my fiance told me about and showed me his videos and their videos are insane. It's just like this really skinny, tall, like ginger. And he has these really weird electro funk songs. And one of them is, do you want to ride in my blimp? And it's hilarious. And they used it. And I was like, that's the randomest song ever. And I told him about it. He's like, what? I was like, yes, they use this random ass song. And I, I thought that was really funny that they used that song because it's great. Yeah, that is, that is kind of cool. I, and, and like, I don't, the, the thing with the scam is I, I'm never quite sure how much Julie does because it feels like she does everything. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. like, it, it does feel like she goes out of her way to choose kind of really random music from all over. Like, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I especially with even more with this show than uh, the original I felt like they must have an amazing mm-hmm. music supervisor because they're so, I mean, one person, I mean, maybe it comes from Julie and I hope I, that would be wonderful, but, but uh, it, that's being yeah. plugged into a lot of different things. Yeah. Just, and I think, I think in Scam Austin, it did feel a little bit more, it was more like supervised and a little bit more like, like that's really cool. Yeah. But I, somebody has to know that. Like somebody has to be really in the music indie world to, to get, get, to get that. But I love, I love that. I, yeah. well, I love that they do seem to um, want to have um, that type of like rant. Here's here's some random new artists that you don't know about because uh, I think they did it with this one too. But there's there's always been like scams playlist and like Spotify or like iTunes or whatever mm-hmm. that that's like a huge part of uh, what scam is. Yeah, the fan experience. Yeah, uh, like I always said, we're cool. we're not huge music people, so we <laughs> appreciate it, but we don't talk about it too yeah. much. Uh, <laughs> at all i did i thought sorry one last thing because i was i was re-watching the final episode and i didn't realize of, of the original scam i didn't realize what was the final song but we can talk about that <laughs> later. oh yeah 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 because uh, it was really funny okay uh so music girl squad uh megan just like it's like a broad question uh Kari, did you have a favorite mm-hmm. part of the show, uh, whether episode or character or theme or anything? Just like what stood out to you as this is why I want to keep watching. Uh, nothing specific, because like I like I said, I liked all the characters, but no nobody like I was like, oh my god, I love this character. Okay, I mean, I guess like Shade, I would say Shade definitely. She's yeah. great, and yeah. definitely with this like like element now that you know about her you're like okay where's this going yeah um but no I definitely I think I really just enjoyed the fact that I could like watch like a scene every day and like it's like you're like oh you're like oh I want to see more but it's so good because you're like you're paying attention I feel like it's definitely says a lot about like the future of of media basically yeah. <laughs> like yes that is true which is really interesting did you watch it on mm-hmm. your phone this is like a nerd question. I did watch it on my phone pretty much only on my phone yeah yeah that was actually yeah. a question that I had thanks for for saying it because so mm-hmm. I watched I think I watched it on my phone too uh but Liska tried watching it originally on her computer yeah uh, and I was like what is this shit <laughs> and, and she she it like it, she was like it looks really bad I don't get it and I'm like I think you're supposed to be watching it on your phone yeah, uh, it made a world oh, of difference. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So it's so weird because I think it is definitely like built specifically Uh for this like new way of of Mm -hmm. consuming consuming media. It's super weird. Well, I I watch a lot of YouTube, as you know, Gabby, I watch a lot of YouTube and I watch it mostly on my tablet. Um, and sometimes on my phone. So I watch a lot of stuff like on smaller screens anyway. So I'm kind of used to it at this point, even though I'm not that young, you know. <laughs> but I'm still a member, you know, I can't help it. Cool. Um, no, that makes sense. Um, oh, did you see, Oleska, did you see that instead of doing a note with period blood, they threw a slushy on her? Yes, I did. Which I paused to think about. <laughs> which is like the stupid things that I paused to think about. Um, it certainly felt like, I liked how escalated it was. I mean, yeah. the, the period blood is subtle. <laughs> this is very like, boom, and it really messes up her hair and clothes and everything. I really liked that, but um, but also a little bit less specific, but but I, but I it was well, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was well, my one. And very appropriate for America. Yeah, my, my one problem with it is that, and I don't know because it's been a couple of years now, but I still feel like it's a huge part of like internet culture is that it just, it makes me think of Glee. I can't look at people oh. throwing slushies at people. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and not think of Glee. <laughs> well, you know what? These uh, girls also watched Glee. And, <laughs> and they decided. Uh, so, yeah. One. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, I, I did have one music thing, which was uh, that they used Calle 13 when they had the party at Joe's. So I was like, oh, Yeah. I, and my one note was like, I mean, it's a song from 10 years ago, but okay. <laughs> like, I, it's still, <laughs> it's when they could get the right song. I, I was like, it's still solid. It's still a good, it's still a great song to this day. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, I haven't exactly. heard it, but it was amazing in that scene. And I definitely was like, I like, it was a good music choice. Yeah, it's, it's one of the biggest uh, artists in Puerto Rico and Latin America. Um, cool. Yeah, he's, he's much more or less of a reggaeton uh, artist these days. Um, I don't yeah, even yeah. know if he would identify that way. Like his his all his latest album is much more. I don't know if experimental is the word, but it's mm. something. He's he's definitely an artist. Uh-huh. That's how he I think considers himself first, and he's always trying to do different types of music yeah. forward. And yeah, and it was always like his lyrics and his wordplay is always very cool, and he has a really good beat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so that was that was cool. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about mm-hmm. that song. Yeah, what do you have? Do you have any questions? I'm like blanking right now. On um, just other things that I was thinking about when watching was uh, was the mo- moment where Marlon gets on what's her face's car, Megan's car. Oh yeah, we we which we mentioned and I hadn't seen it at the time. Yeah, I think cutting on it. I think we talked about this a little bit when mm-hmm. uh, when he's trying to get her to talk to him. Obviously, this is before um, all the kiss cheating and whatever uh-huh. and he like gets on top of her of his of her car to stop her from leaving uh was that yeah was that a scene that felt odd or in any way to you or like did it make you uncomfortable or was it fine or in fandom terms was it abusive <laughs> was, it, everything was, abusive. was it triggering <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was not great. Definitely, I I definitely commented to Gabby like, uh, that was unnecessary. But I feel like their relationship's always been a little bit unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a lot, a lot unhealthy. Yeah, um, I mean, considering so, how it starts, especially, and they're so they so don't trust each other, and they're always fighting. And I'm like, why are you bitches together? Like, sca- like break up, be healthy, be like teenagers, and like. 
Fuck around. Don't do this to yourselves. Yeah. Jeez. You know, that's one <laughs> kind of one thing that I wish that is part. So we've, we've talked about um, that the season one of Scam Austin is eight episodes. Uh, season one of Original Scam is uh, 11 episodes. And it's all the big beats are there, but obviously some of the, I think some of the slower intimate moments maybe are gone. And then there's a couple of things, especially towards the end that they change. And uh, for example, because we don't have, they don't really do too much with uh, Joe's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend and that whole sort of like thread of like, they only talk about like, oh, our reputation because Megan is a slut is ruined, but there's no like one thread that she needs to go and kind of fix, if that makes sense. So in, in the original, there's a conversation where the the third year girls or the senior girls essentially tell her what you're saying. They're like, Megan, this feels like the end of the world to you right now, but it's not. You're going to hook up lots. And then, what, you're, yeah, you're going to hear this in the, in the next episode of the podcast, but she says, like, uh, what is it? Hook up, but don't sleep around. Yes. <laughs> like, there's uh, a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. Uh, so I feel I, I was yeah. a little sad that those sort of moments of, like, the older teens trying uh-huh. to give her perspective weren't I, there. Yeah, I had kind of hoped, because I figured that that scene wouldn't exist. I had kind of hoped it would come from her mom in that scene in the bedroom. Yes, which... which I thought the parent thing was really interesting because it's kind of the opposite of how they did in the original. In both versions, the parents are very absent. And uh, we've mentioned in one, it's because of work. And here, it's because of basically, I guess, their own issues. Yeah, uh, drama. But it seems like the second half of Scam Austin does try to include her mother much more. Um and I, I liked those attempts at doing that, but because I had spent like six episodes not really seeing her mother try, they felt a little hollow to me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Scam and the way it deals it deals with parents is always very fascinating to me. Because, um, spoiler alert, they're basically all absentee parents. Um <laughs> Except Sana's family, uh, or I guess it would be the equivalent of Soya's family, because they, they're like, well, someone has to have good parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it kind of goes well with what we know of of her and whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I thought it was interesting. And I thought I thought her mom was giving her some interesting advice about marriage. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, she was like. Yeah, I forgot. What did she say? Like she said, it can be really hard to get ma- to be married, but I just you just shouldn't quit. You you have to get through it. Oh right, right, right. Um, and I think like the show was like, Megan, this is what you have to do with your own life. And I was like, I feel like high school and marriage aren't the same I thing. <laughs> so it was more that it was more like the trying to like yeah, trying to like make a metaphor. Yes, of like because her mom is saying relationships are worth working for. I'm going to try to do the same thing, but like, yeah, high school is not in the same universe. Yeah, because this is, I think this comes after her five second attempt to be like, can I just be homeschooled? Yeah. Um, which, uh, yeah, I, it's always fun to me to see the equivalent of the American version of like, uh-huh. 
in the middle of the semester. You can't really just switch schools. So maybe can you just be homeschooled? And then before she looks up homeschooling, she seems to be looking up some sort of school for troubled kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, we take kids who are bullied. We take kids who I can't remember. They list a bunch of things of like, I was like, I didn't know schools like that existed. Yeah. So I think those are all the questions I had. Oh, I wanted to tell Liz. Oh, oh, you haven't seen it. I was like, our favorite girl, Poonam, returns in, in the end of. Oh, at she the makes end it to the end. She <laughs> makes it to the end of the season. She has a tiny, tiny cameo in uh, at the Spring Fling dance. She doesn't need lines. She's just there. And she texts. I saw some texts that she texted uh, oh, Megan, nice. being like, um, "Just so you know, uh, everyone knows that you you hooked up with like uh, Joe, and like oh, everyone's okay. talking about it. Just, oh, in not- case you didn't know." And she was like. <laughs> I know. I know. It's been my life for <laughs> a week now. Um, but yeah. I hope they like surprise drop season two is about Punella. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, new favorite character. Um, I'm back. You're back. Okay. Yeah, surprise. I think it, it, you sound fine. I think it just might be tricky once we edit it, but I think it's fine because it says Karina. Two. Uh, that's fine. Okay. So, um, basically, Figure is there anything out. else you want to say about your scam viewing experience? Um, not really. Uh, Penetrator Joe was surprisingly charming. I totally fell for yeah. it. So I think that was really good. Even though he looked 15 and I felt disgusted. Yeah. I think he was cute. Fair. Uh, I agree with that too. Even, even I, who knew everything, was like, well, maybe in this version, like, have a girlfriend yes yeah, surprisingly <laughs> more charming and more assholey at the same time like when they go bowling i remember thinking wow i think he really yeah. likes her it's not just a lay yeah and then that was such a lie i couldn't believe it i was like yeah. oh he he tricked me <laughs> because it turns out to be the biggest jerk yeah pretty much yeah yes definitely. um okay mm-hmm. and then yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to say? No, Liska? yeah. I appreciate you giving us your opinion. I'm glad to hear you liked it. And oh, would yeah. would you? Do you think that you would want to watch the uh, OG scam, as we call it, yes. N- Norwegian scam? Oh yeah, that was a question. Oh uh, yes, I would probably watch it. I always said I would watch it. I just like it's, it's so easy to like forget to no, watch things when there's yeah, so much to watch saturated, now. Saturated. Uh, oh yeah. Way, for sure. Exactly. Okay, well, Maybe mm-hmm. I'll bring my hard drive with me to Miami when I visit you. Oh, <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on and speaking to us. And I hope this recorded well. We'll see. It's the first time using this thing. We'll see. It's a uh, Yeah. Thank you for, for being here. Yeah. It was really nice to meet you over the computer. Yeah. No face. <laughs> you too. It was great talking to you guys. Thank yeah. you so much Thanks for, for having me and on. Us. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yay! Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Bye, Caddy. Bye. Okay. Uh, we're still recording. Okay. So, do you wanna say anything else? Um. No, I, it was nice to like talk to someone who hadn't seen the original and like doesn't have that always in her head. And yeah, and, to be like, fair. Yeah, and it, like helps to focus on. For me, anyway, it helps me to focus on, on what is just, in the just show. Just the story of what is in mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, oh, I had forgotten that when I saw it, I had written some notes here. Uh, like, when I originally saw it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just talked about the episode count, which I was really, if I had had time, I really wanted to actually, like, 
look at every episode and see how the storylines were condensed. Like, oh, I, was, wow. I was just, like, really fascinated. And I was like, well, I have my notes here. You want to make a color-coded chart? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. I was just like, can I see how this... I, I, how does it lay out? Yeah. Um, because, like, for example, when we were talking about episode... What was the episode we were talking about? Episode 9 and 10 of the original. One of the things that was so great was that there were so many scenes where sort of, like, nothing happened. Um, and it was just, like, people sort of like saying hi awkwardly right uh and i feel like you don't get that much of here of that here um yes the i mean it's weird i do feel like the plots are efficient in a good way um in in the new one that said like what i said earlier when we were not recording yet i do feel like almost every episode could lose 10 minutes it would be fine and it's mostly in the performance and editing of the of the scenes that just feel like and i like I don't know, I guess, I I mean, I like shows and um, style that lets moments take their time, but maybe it was just, like, that every moment took its time, like, every conversation feels a little, like, someone says something, then you wait three to four seconds, and then the next person speaks. Yes, I will, I will say, uh, I find myself, even, even when I, I, I still did the last episode just in case, I don't know what your deal, but we oh, can do uh-huh. it later, uh, even then, like, I, I sometimes just write, where is it, I just wrote, editing because i like it so much yeah it's uh, just there's an energy to it that this show played it more um i don't know they're going for a style kind of reminds me i think i mentioned this even in the podcast before but it reminds me of that movie george washington which is from like almost 10 years ago probably now um it's from the director who did pineapple express was yeah you, yeah remember. we we, we, we looked him up before and i i, I yeah. can't remember and i was like oh yeah that guy yeah no. anyway great director before he did pineapple express he did all kinds of like indie movies and they're wonderful, and it's very much this style. So I do like that sort of thing. So I don't know. I, I, I wish, I hope they mix it up a little bit in the next season. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it feels, um, and I don't know if it's just because I'm seeing Austin, which is more uh, familiar, familiar yeah. but it, it feels more shot, more like a conventional teen show to me. Uh, I don't know. It could just be the images Maybe. are something that are yeah. I'm more familiar with. Uh, although I will say, I mean, I think Austin looks great, but I was like, some somehow about the establishing shots in Austin uh, don't hit me the same way as like the establishing shots in like Oslo sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that about how much is is it just that the Norwe- uh, Norway version it it's kind of fresh to me because yeah. it's not the thing that I look at every day. Yeah, um, exactly. I was <laughs> I was very aware of that. Yeah, because I was basically trying to watch both today like I rewatched uh-huh. the final episode and then I, I was like kind of skipping through the last three here just to re- refresh it because I'm like now I'm confusing them right because right, uh, right, I've right. gone back and forth so much in the last couple of weeks uh and I was just like yeah it's not like it's bad and it's not, it, like it works but there's just something about it that just feels a little bit more familiar in the right which maybe to people <laughs> in Norway they're like wow that Austin really is so interesting <laughs> and fresh and I haven't seen that before I was it I was, looks very warm at the at the birthday dinner I was I was at yesterday there actually was a girl from Norway but I could not bring myself to ask about Scout oh how I could not, you what a missed opportunity not only that we then I then said goodbye because I was like they some people kept went out to drinks but I was like I have to drive home so what's the point 
and and we walked half of the way because she actually she was also going home and my car was like basically next to her house so she was like so what do you do what do I do and I and I wanted to be like so actually I'm obsessed with your country and culture and this little tv show you may have heard of it so can we talk about that I just didn't do it such a missed opportunity uh but she is friends with my friend so maybe maybe yeah. it'll be another another time yeah, just send you a link and be like you asked me what I did here's this podcast here's what I'm doing uh, anything else? So yeah, I think we talked about Shay, which to me is what I wanted to talk about the most. Absolutely. I loved how her character developed, uh, especially towards the end of the season. Yeah, I feel like you, like, I know I ref- refer back to it. I just like it because it was such a sincere comment from you where you were like, how is this your favorite character with Isak? <laughs> I feel like you don't really get that with Shay. You are on her side. Totally. Uh, you understand that what she did was super shitty. Uh, but there's just, man, that scene when she's in the car with Megan and Megan is like, how could you do this to me? And she's just like, I don't know. It just seemed less, uh, less of a betrayal. Yeah. And I, I was like, I know that makes no sense. And Megan says that, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was so good and so authentic. Um, yeah. So I thought that was, those that, that was, she's yeah. my favorite probably. Yeah. Um, so I hope that the show at least makes it to her season. I will say, I was, remember how we were talking about uh, the numbers? Sorry, my dog is going nuts. And uh, so I was watching, I looked at every episode um, and wrote down their numbers. Oh, yeah. And like, ep- episode one, which is the one that they were pushing the most, has 14 million views. Whoa. But episode, week, week eight, 1.3 million. Whoa, that's a big drop off. Yeah, it does seem... Like the first three are the best, the ones that have the most. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They have um, 14, 4, 4 million, 4.3, and then week three is 3.8. And then after that, it kind of drops off uh, around the 1 million uh, mark okay. for the rest of the mm-hmm. season. So, again, I don't know what they're looking at, at for um, what a success. I don't know what, what numbers. Like we said, this is kind of an experiment for them, too. Yeah. So, we don't, don't know, know what that means. Um. Uh, and then the clips week to the clips week to week uh, usually were like 130 to 170 uh, thousand each clip. Okay. Uh, except when you had the newer home scenes, they were a little like you can tell that people are watching them over, over and, and over. over again. I wonder if um, those are also. From people who know Norhelm and are just yeah, tuning it's, in. It's very, it. it's very possible. A hundred percent. It was a similar thing when for the last week of of the original scam. The scam English girls weren't doing. I call them girls. I don't know if they were girls. weren't doing the. They said because because we're upset with the show, which we'll talk about later. Uh, we're not gonna do the clips. Uh-huh. We're just gonna do at the end of the episode. Right, right, at right. the end of the week, the whole episode because we made a commitment to you guys, but we're just not into it. So for just for that week, most of the clips you had to see on YouTube before YouTube took them down. And the penetrator Chris, uh, clip of the final episode had like three times the numbers of all the other clips because he's like shirtless. Yeah. And I think we know what the girl, what, what the, what the Tumblr was watching. Listen, know your audience. Am I right? Like yeah. <laughs> get the man shirtless. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. So the, the numbers, um, like I said, I also agreed that Marlon is much better by the end of the season. Yeah. So yeah. He grows. But um, even Tyler, who's an asshole, grows on me. I don't even know why. Uh, I don't know that I would go that far, but I enjoyed 
not liking him. That said, yeah, um, yeah, unless yeah. he like uh, makes a huge transformation in the last fifteen minutes. But like every friend group has the one guy. No, he he really doesn't. He he's there and he's still like, I hate you. And, but now she's like, aww. <laughs> like she's like, me too. Yeah. Plus, I actually really liked that. I was thinking about that too in the when they're um, rehearsing yeah. and Tyler's being a shit to her. I actually was like, oh, it was so actually so smart to separate them into the two of them. Besides the fact they get to make Shay love interest, like you get to have this guy who's more overtly a jerk. Yes, I agree. I um, thought I thought it worked well because as much as I like Maddie and Magnus, we don't really have a chance to get to know them that much. Uh, by the time the boy squad happens, right. they're just like, and now there's these two Not boys that are, that are part of the group. How did they all become friends? We don't know, but we have to, and we have to believe that they're best friends so that when Isaac dumps them, it like we get where yeah. they're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, uh, it's kind of like insta friendship. Yes, it's a little bit like that uh, Twitter conversation about showing, not uh, telling, yes, which of happening around the hundred. Yeah, which we should talk about in a sec. All right, or not so telegraphing. Anything else that we want to say about, uh, about scam Austin? Um, no, I enjoy yeah. it. I'm. It's. I like all the girls. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I like all the girls, but I do agree with Karina's sentiment of I don't know that I have a favorite. Whereas, yeah, I was always like Sana's my girl. Yeah, from, like literally the first moment I ever saw her, <laughs> and I just like rotate them. Like yeah. all of them are my favorite yeah. at one point or another. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, it's like I I really like them and I like their friendship and I like the yeah. group dynamic a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know that there's one standout. I do sometimes rotate. Like sometimes I'll be like, Nora's so cool. Yeah. Or like Vilda is my little baby child. But right. but like I think Sana is my clear favorite. Uh she's the one who's like consistently like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I will never argue with that. She's also my favorite. <laughs> um Yeah. So I thought yeah, so I think that's a little different but interesting. In the American version, yeah, I like all of them. I like seeing them together. I um wanna see more and see more seasons. Um yeah. But yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, I just hope that Facebook and is still into it. <laughs> there was what? one more thing worth commenting on. Uh, Grace dancing, uh-huh. uh, in, as opposed to the Justin Bieber, Bieber, is such a good change. I wrote it here, too. I just wrote, I think I just wrote dancing. Oh, no, that was in the original one. I, I have two notes. This is why it's a problem. <laughs> uh, in my original notes, I was like, no Justin Bieber, just dancing. Smile. <laughs> It's amazing because it is a much more effective, like, obvious ploy to get someone to, to smile. smile. And also, I love that it's in public. And it's much more embarrassing when... And it's super embarrassing, <laughs> especially for that girl who's so sort of put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And always dresses very, like, you know, a 30-year-old woman. I don't mean that in a bad way. She's very <laughs> fashionable, but she's, like, more, I don't know, a little bit more conservative or something. Yeah. Um, so to see her twerk <laughs> in her, like, capris is pretty... I will say... Um, everyone in, in scam, OG scam definitely has like their own fashion style, but it's not as marked as it is in scam Austin where like everyone, and and it's pretty perfectly done. Yeah. Like the scene where. Yeah, it's almost like the breakfast club where you have like the jock, the nerd, the whatever. The scene where Kelsey is telling everyone like revealing all the secrets Uh in the library about like Marlon and Shay and Abby, she's wearing these pearls and this, like, button down where uh-huh. all the buttons are I also. I noticed that, yeah. Like, and there's just something about it that I was just like, that's that's just so perfect. Yes, yes. Um, she's, like, the very American girl next door um, prettiness. Yeah. Um, and then you have Zoya, who's the more, like, tough. You yeah. Zoya's always got hoodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you have Josefina, which is, like, who's it, just 
everything's colorful and then it's always uh the crop tops yes 100 like yeah. she's like her own style i guess uh and grace that eyeshadow very, man yeah <laughs> no it's amazing and then grace is very like college almost like she's dressing from college yeah yeah, yeah. um at a kind of a conservative east coast college yeah yeah for sure and then megan is just like usually it's like shorts and a t-shirt uh, yeah, and Megan is like the yeah sporty one, sporty yeah, spice, sporty spice, but comfortable but cute. <laughs> yeah, and then that ponytail that like I saw a bunch of comments on like because I was watching the videos and people were like, can she just brush her hair? Like oh, she does yeah. like her ponytail without like even which was me actually coming here and then I was like, <laughs> oh man, my hair is Megan. Yeah. Um, yes, but she does seem to get better after her like post depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she seems to like. Yeah, although the transformation is not as great as Eva because Eva is. No, Eva fucking rocks it. She puts on that chunky, like gorgeous chunky. Yeah, so yeah, that's actually something uh, for, for the next episode. Then I did have like a couple of like end of the season questions. It was like, uh-huh. what's your favorite Eva look? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good question. So maybe I'll just email them to you to think so about. To prepare. All right, so I think that's it for Scam Austin. Um, yeah. I think overall, even though we were hesitant to embrace it, uh, we came around to it. Yeah, and are excited to and see. I- I also think it'll make people seek out in whatever way that I shall not recommend, but I'm just saying if you do watch the original and then listen to this podcast, <laughs> yes, both of those things. All, all of it, all of it, and then we'll do Italy, it'll be amazing. Yes, I'm We're, super excited. No borders. There are no borders. <laughs> no copyright laws. No copyright laws. <laughs> we let's, don't believe in that. No, I'm sorry. this before we get in I trouble. Know, I, okay, <laughs> so bye and thank you. Bye.